this to you to the absolute fullest. Hello, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in and for hanging out with me. I'm excited, as always, to talk today because I'm talking about food. And while I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking like, okay, this is probably going to be like a 12-minute episode, but since it is food, I you never know this could end up being 34 minutes. I don't know because here we are. We'll see where it takes us. But my name is Brittany. I run FitMomLiveToTheFullest.com. I'm a wife and mom of two. We're a Catholic family. We're both personal trainers, my husband and I, and we just love God and fitness and all the things. <laughs> so... More about me on all social media platforms, just at my Life to the Fullest, if you would love to connect. And actually, before we hop in today, because I'm always saying, if you've listened to previous episodes and you're with me all the time, like come join my email list if you want to. And if you go to my website, you can give me your email. Or if you just want to shoot me an email to please add you, it's just fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. But this is why, because I really don't spam you. I try to send every week and actually... In the last week, I have dropped the ball because it's been busy planning this next upcoming thing, which is the fun thing I'm going to tell you. But moral of the story, it's nice to be on the list because I do open it up to my list people first. And the only things I send you are either a recipe, a workout, a mom hack, or to let you know about an upcoming program. So definitely not (laughs) hitting you up all the time for things. But the fun thing that we're going to do, I've had some questions about when I'm going to do the next challenge because I'll post a lot about group challenges or talk about challenges. And I'm, I run an eight week beginner level challenge where we, I really teach you, it's heavy teaching. I teach you how to count your macros. I hold your hand. I help you through it. And there's workouts to go with it and all that jazz. But that's really a teaching, like you can do this long-term kind of a thing. We just wrap that one up. I am going to run that kind of challenge. Oh, also there's a winner. I should say that because that's the exciting part. The winner gets their cost of participation back. And that's, I really get my competitive people on that one. (laughs) But um, I'm going to run that program in January. So stay tuned if you've been seeing the results or the testimonials of other people and thinking like, when's Brittany going to do that one again? But what I'm going to do right now, starting, I don't even know the date, I believe November 30th, if that's the Monday, um, it's going to be 25 days of fitness. And I'm excited. Last year I did a little the 12 days of fitness and it was free and I threw up just different workouts for each day, but I just posted what the workouts were. There weren't videos. There wasn't, there was nothing else to it. And again, it was just kind of a fun, get us through the holidays kind of thing, just inspire some movement. But what I'm going to do this year and this time is 25 days of fitness and nutrition. And we're going to, I'm going to run it from November 30th to Christmas Eve. And um, essentially it's going to be five workouts a week that I either have written out and I give you the demos for, or you could do full length video workouts with me. So you get access to that where you can just press play and just go as, as well as one bonus workout. So it's five workouts a week. You can do all of them. You can do none of them. You could do the bonus workout as well. The idea of this challenge, why this is different than the eight week challenge or anything else is this is kind of a, let's get through the holidays the healthiest way we can. Like how can we get through the holiday season in that? I shouldn't say get through how can we enjoy the holiday season in the healthiest way? Because I think this is the time where this is why I'm not doing anything where you need to learn something or adapt something. Even with all the restrictions and whatever else, you're probably still eating things you don't normally eat. You are, it's a hard time to start to track or start a whole new workout thing. This is pretty much for getting us from point A to point B, either maintaining our current progress and weight and body fat and stuff 
or maybe making a little bit of progress, but it, that's the purpose of this. I'm not going to teach you things and hammer things. I am going to give you some easy throw together recipes so that when life is crazy, you just have these little things you can turn to. Kind of also, that's what we're going to be talking about today in the podcast. I'm going to give you some lighter Christmas cookie recipes. So if you're looking to, again, just kind of do the holiday season and do it up. But if you're looking for ways that you can lighten it up a little bit and not just go down the calorie rabbit hole every day, I'm going to give you those, some healthy cocktail recipes. That's always fun if you're hosting or attending. A couple easy take it with you dishes. If you do have, again, those social events that you're looking for, what is an easy thing? And I'm going to do all the macros for you on those. So this is kind of like, again, if you've had, if you have not done a program with me ever, you can totally do this. You're welcome to. We'd love to have you. It might be a little daunting. Like, what is this macro thing? I would personally just ignore that and just kind of like use the recipes as they are. Enjoy the workouts, but, or maybe do the best you can on your own. And, and, um, if you want to start trying to track, but if you've done challenges with me or worked with me in the past and you know about tracking your macros and you like know about workouts and stuff, this is kind of a, this is just your plan. It's just, we have so many decisions and so much craziness going on during this time and, and fun. It should be fun that this is just, I'm just trying to take the exercise and nutrition part off your plate for you. So you can just look and be like, oh, that's an easy throw together or lunch. I'm just going to prep that for the whole week or, okay, I don't want to think about my own workouts right now. I'm just going to hit play on Brittany's and trust that it is a effective, well-programmed workout that I'm about to do. I'm also going to put a little Facebook group with it so we can check in with each other. So there's no individual check-ins. I'm not going to be emailing you each week or again, doing anything super individualized. This is just a group to do this together, but we'll be able to interact together. So you don't need to be in the Facebook group, but you can be. That's where I'll probably post the videos and things. Um, but if people need accommodations, I've always made that as well. If you're not on Facebook, I'll give you a little weekly checklist so you can just stick, you could just print out the workout plan on your fridge and cross off the days as they come and just, again, do what you can, but it's laid out for you. I think that's such a big thing when we have the constant to-do list running in our heads and trying to just stay on top of everything we need to do and like to do. I like to, this is kind of like my mantra for life is that I like to automate the things that I don't, not don't care about sounds bad, but that aren't like, you know, sentimental to me. Like I don't want to automate family time. I don't want to automate date night. I can automate my fitness routine for this crazy season that I can just press play and go or just look and know what I'm going to do and don't have to give much thought so I can enjoy the rest of the stuff. All right, so the cost to be in the program is going to be $37 and or, but, so I am I put this out to my email list the day before this airs, so I don't know if this is still an option, but if you're listening to it, email me right away. I'm going to give $5 off to the first 10 people that sign up. So it would be $32 if you're one of those first 10, $37, and it's just about a month of a program, 25 Days of Fitness workouts programmed for you, recipes, all that jazz. All right. So today <laughs> I am, and if you would like, I should probably tell you how to join it. You can just shoot me a message at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. Same thing. If you just go to fitmomlifetothefullest.com, you can contact me there too, or on any of the social media. Just tell me that you want in. All right. So today we're talking about five staples. I came up with five uh, that I like to have on hand for easy throw together meals. Because yes, meal planning is awesome. Yes, having, you know, the different meals that go with different things like turkey meatloaf one night and steak burritos another night and like these 
varying things and all that. But, and especially during this kind of crazy time, it's nice to just have some things to fall back on. And in a perfect world, I have these five things on hand like at all times. They're all things that are not going to go bad on you and that I just try to buy like five of when I buy them so that when I know I'm on my second last one, like I restock the five. That's again, in a perfect world thing. So, and the idea is, I mean, I do try to even, even me telling you this again, I'm the first one to tell you I'm not perfect. And I will definitely still have those days where I'm like, oh, I forgot to defrost the meat or like, I just totally dropped the ball and figuring out what we were doing tonight. Or I did a grocery pickup and I'm missing a key ingredient from the meal I was going to make or something like that, that I like to be able to just whip something out of my back pocket that is not going to be just, you know, one dimensional, like just a carb or I just could like order a pizza or whatever. So I like to have these five things and the combinations that you can do with them are awesome. So that's my disclaimer. Get a lot of them, stock up on them, restock when you get low. And honestly, I'm rarely caught with wow, I have nothing I can make. If that happens, obviously, I'm a big fan of, and some people are either real pro this or real anti this, whipping out the old breakfast dinner if that comes to it. If you're like, I have zero meat, I have zero anything, I have zero time. That's what I was going to say with this too. All of these are very quick. So sometimes even if I planned on making a more elaborate meal, but our day goes crazy and something runs late or I need to have dinner on the table earlier or whatever, all of these, the things that I'm going to say, all are very quick prep. So that's a real plus. And again, sometimes I can just whip them out instead of whatever I had planned if life changed. So keep these on hand and there's a little bit of variety in them. So I've really built that up a lot. So I'm just going to tell you what the five are and kind of some of the things I do with them. But the five things are number one, cauliflower crust for pizza. So I get these frozen the first place I'd ever gotten them from is Trader Joe's, but now I've kind of, I usually get them from Wegmans. If you're in an area of the country that has Wegmans, if you don't, I'm sorry because I get so much from Wegmans. <laughs> Wegmans and Aldi are my primary, and I know there's some places that don't have Aldi too, but if that's the case, you probably have other cool things like Costco and whatever that I don't have here, so I'm sure there's substitutions, but cauliflower crust, yes, it's cheaper to make it yourself. I've talked about that on previous podcasts, but it's a really obviously nice just like it's the equivalent of the frozen pizza dinner but you feel a little bit better about it because it's not quite as calorie laden and a little bit healthier getting vegetables in there and whatnot so cauliflower pizza crust throw like five in your freezer they're a great just whip it out kind of thing chickpea pasta or any kind of pasta to have on hand i'm gonna just list them and i'll talk more about them so cauliflower crust some kind of pasta frozen vegetables, pesto or sauce. I'll get back to that. And then some kind of frozen protein. Okay, now I've told you what the five are, so now I can go through them. <laughs> this is how, you know, guys, I just talk in real life into clients who I Marco Polo with or something like that. It's just, and you're appreciating this if this is you too, listening to this of like just the tangents and then you cycle back eventually to the original point. So I hope this feels like a talk with a friend or you're like, Brittany, what in the world? <laughs> you have gone 17 different places. So now you know the five. Okay, now I can digress into them because they all work together. So if I have on hand my cauliflower pizza crust, some kind of pasta, some kind of frozen vegetables, some kind of pesto or sauce, and some kind of protein, there is a lot I can do. And you're not confined to just 
oh, I have a cauliflower pizza crust. I have to make a mozzarella pizza. You can combine some of these. You can combine all of them. You can whatever. You have options. So I just talked to you about what kind of crust I do. But then in the pasta realm, so this, you know, to your comfort level of what you guys do, if you eat white pasta, cool. Sometimes we do because guess what? It's like 79 cents a box. Chickpea pasta is like four bucks a box. And wheat pasta is somewhere in the middle usually. So some months, guess what? Again, I buy the white pasta and I'm like, you know what? I just won't have a, a ton of it. I won't have a huge portion. So honestly, whatever kind of pasta you want, if we're talking like the the range of healthiness there, I would say a chickpea pasta or some kind of lentil pasta is going to be a little bit better for you than some than a wheat or a white. But it doesn't matter just the fact that you have, um, that's a great carb base. So with all of these, with all the combos, I just, those would be your two carb bases, the cauliflower crust or the pasta. So that would, I would probably not be combining those two. Those would be for two separate things. But in any of these combos and with those five ingredients, they can satisfy what I like to try to get my clients to eat at each meal and what I try to eat at each meal, which is looking at my plate and making sure that I have vegetables, a protein, a healthy fat. And if you have vegetables, you're probably covering fiber as well, but that's what I look at. And then carbs sparingly, right? It's That does not mean you cannot have carbs. That does not mean I eat low carb. That does not mean I encourage eating low carb. I mean, as it fit the rest of your day, it's not a super necessary thing to have be like a huge vital part of your meal. I'm because I'm sure if you, if you are fulfilling some of these areas, you're going to fulfill others. Like for example, most things that have a little, that have fat, have a little bit of carb in them too. There's not many foods that are just straight fat or just straight fat and protein. There are some, but usually like you're getting carbs somewhere. If you're having broccoli, there's still carbs in there. Like if, so if you have a vegetable, you're probably hitting the carbs a little bit too. But otherwise, again, as they fit your day, if you just ate, you know, oatmeal and a wrap or a sandwich for lunch, you've had a lot of carbs. So maybe you don't need, you know, to make sure you have that there, but you would still need to make sure you have protein, fat, et cetera. So again, when you're thinking about your meals, and I do this too when I'm in a pinch even for lunch or something like that, I just throw together things to fit that equation. I just know I need a vegetable. I know I need a protein. I know I need a fat and I know I need a fiber. And again, maybe there's a carb in there. Maybe there's not. And that has looked like some really weird combinations before. I've had like a meatball for breakfast with a carrot and (laughs) you got to work with what you got. And that's the thing is if you are committing to this and this lifestyle and this like, you know, healthy balanced approach where you know that it's the best balance for your day to have a vegetable present at each meal and to have a protein present, you're just going to make it work. It's not all about what makes sense or what's the tastiest thing right now. You just kind of have to check the boxes so that other times you can really enjoy those meals that you want to. So back to my five. Um, chick. So if I had on hand chickpea pasta, like this is one go-to I do a lot. I'll just boil up the chickpea pasta and then I will do the frozen vegetables in a skillet or something and then I'll throw it all together with a pesto. Boom. You had, now most chickpea pastas have protein enhanced. So that would be my protein. I'd probably sprinkle some cheese on there. So that'd be my fat. And then I'd have, I have the vegetables there, which is also going to fulfill vegetables and fiber, right? So this is again to taste because maybe you'd rather have like a sauce on hand than a pesto. Maybe you're not big on pestos. Pesto would be another great way to up the vegetables too. I talked about that back in the vegetables episode, but a lot of times you can find really heavy um, veggie based pestos, which is cool, but it could also be a sauce that could work with 
you know, any and all of these. Go back to the cauliflower crust. Maybe you take out your cauliflower crust and you spread pizza sauce on it. And then you have some cheese and some turkey pepperoni on top. You just fulfilled all your categories again. I think, and I'll skip down to this one then and keep talking about these combinations. Cauliflower crust, pasta, frozen vegetables, a pesto or sauce, and then protein. So this one I think is the hardest for people to have on hand. I know it is for me because in a perfect world, I have grilled frozen chicken breasts on hand at all times. This is in a perfect world because what I do for that is just use boldness skinless chicken breasts, marinate and grill them myself, and then keep them in the freezer. So obviously as we're using them, the supply is going down and I don't re sometimes that you know it takes a little more time to restock. Like it's not as simple as, oh I'm on the second last box, I should just buy them. It's like okay, I have to actually dedicate time to making sure the next time I grill, I grill extra or maybe it's, you know, buying more chicken to grill. It just takes more steps because in a perfect world, I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm using, I'm not using some pre-frozen one, but I don't look down on that and I'm not above that. I just haven't really had great luck with frozen chicken. I have tried like the Tyson grilled strips. The one I actually just suggested to a client today and that I didn't hate was the, there's where like my caliber is, like I didn't hate it, as uh, Applegate organics and they were breaded tenders or breaded nuggets and those were pretty good I have had those before so um you could do something like that if and if you have a good brand like let me know because I'm still searching (laughs) I I, Applegate is the closest that I could recommend but I would love to hear a suggestion so some kind of frozen protein it could be frozen shrimp it could be like I just said, turkey pepperoni, something like that that you really has staying power. I don't freeze my pepperoni, but you know it's it's pretty much got sta- staying power in the fridge. Um, that all is protein, but in a pinch, that's why I just said protein is this category, not necessarily a meat. Beans could fulfill this too, and those kinds of things. You're not getting as much bang for your buck. Like in a chicken breast, you're gonna get 30 grams of protein in your standard like three to four ounce chicken breast, and it. For a half a cup of beans, you're going to get like seven grams of protein. So you're just not getting as much. You have to eat a lot of beans to hit that or a lot of vegetables. I love that when I see those posts that are like, broccoli has protein. It's like, yeah, but you need to eat like (laughs) a cooler full of broccoli if you want to hit that. So uh, meat does get you there faster. So maybe a variety of these though. That's kind of my answer to this is that I usually... Again, try to keep boldest skinless grilled chicken breasts in there that I have pre-cooked so I can just pull them out and thaw them if I need to, like pop them in the microwave on 80% power or whatever. Um, But, which is interesting because I just got rid of our microwave, so I'm wondering how I would do that now if I needed to pull it out in a pinch. Also message me for that. (laughs) I'm like slowly trying to convert some of these things and I just didn't want it in that space anymore because ours is like the over the oven and I wanted it to be open there. So it was kind of an impulse thing of just like, let's get rid of this microwave. But I occasionally come across things that I don't know what to do with where I'm like, okay, I can heat this up over the stove. I can throw this in the toaster oven. I don't know what I would do there. I guess the toaster oven would probably be the fastest, but I digress. So anyway, I try to keep those stocked, but I also almost always have shrimp in the freezer. So same thing. I just, when shrimp is running low or we have unfortunately actually run out, I just buy it again. So I usually have some options for that. So one big one I'll do for us on Fridays, because we do do meatless Fridays year-round, is I will do pasta, again, chickpea, wheat, white, whatever is going on. I will do pasta and shrimp, so I will just like 
do some olive oil and garlic, and then throw the shrimp in there, saute it a couple minutes each side, cook the pasta separately, throw that in with the shrimp, throw a pesto over it, do my frozen vegetables separately. Like, again, I did it in the microwave, but on the skillet or something, like a separate skillet, throw those in there. So now I have a good carb in there. I have a protein, which is the shrimp. I'm assuming there's some fat in there somewhere as well between the pasta and the pesto. But again, I could sprinkle some cheese on there as well and call it a day. I love that one. That is a fast meal, no matter, again, what protein you use. If you use a uh, chicken strips or something in there. Chicken sausage would probably be really good too, but that base of just some kind of pasta, some kind of protein, throw a pesto on it, sprinkle some cheese on top, and like you are set. Oh, also vegetables. Don't forget the vegetables. But that is just an easy one. It's a good go-to. I've done, I've done it with ground turkey as well, and that is, again, awesome. So, and then back to, again, the cauliflower pizza. You could do that with the pesto and throw vegetables on top of it, throw some cheese on so you get protein, if, you know, you are looking at zero meat in the house, try beans with the pasta. You could even, I do throw beans sometimes in that combo that I just mentioned with the pesto and all that. I throw beans in there. Like, just throw things in till it gets filling. <laughs> till you have a filling meal that you think is going to keep your family not coming back in. Like, okay, I'm hungry an hour later. So, I talked super fast. I also <laughs> recorded this podcast in the evening, like post-bedtime for the kids, which I never do. I think this is, uh, except when I record with my husband, but usually I'm a morning or naptime person. So I don't know. I just, the energy's still flowing, I guess. I'm still buzzing from the day, but you know, you can always slow me down or speed me up. This is probably funny to listen to two times fast, but anyway, I hope those are helpful little combos and can get you through some weeknight pinches when you forgot to make, you know, you forgot to defrost meat or you're just running on a crazy schedule and those are the kind of things that we are gonna have in the challenge just written out for you so you can refer to them to help you enjoy the holiday season more so thank you for listening I always love your feedback so please shoot me any questions or comments or anything that you would like to hear on the podcast in the future really helps I like to know what you guys want to hear about and this one, I'm like, okay, people are always asking me food so and quick combos and stuff. So I knew this was a safe one, but I want to give you what you want to hear. So message me anytime. I love to hear from you. All right. And if you would like to do our, our not challenge, but our program, our 25 days of fitness, again, that's going to be November 30th. And I'm going to accept right up through the weekend because I don't have to really personalize anything for this particular program, which is why, again, it's, it's, price point reflects that. Usually it's $80 for our eight-week program, which is a lot more personalized. So $37 or $32 if you're one of the first people. And it's a get you through and it'll be fun. It'll be encouraging. I think the group vibe is just always really nice. But again, you don't. I don't need to personalize anything for you. So if you're a late decider, a game day decider kind of person, you've got time. But November 30th, we will be starting. So Put that date in your head if you're like, all right, I'll do it on the last day because that is how I am. <laughs> I will register the last day, but I will do it. So anyway, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next time. Bye.